Hey, Owl Nation, my name's Kendall Majette, and I am back with my fellow interns, Bryce Gobert, Katie Klein-Peter, and Bethany Bruton to bring you another episode of the Owl Olympic podcast. Today, we're going to kick it off with Bryce, so take it away. Yeah, thanks, Kendall. So we're going to first get started off with men's and women's golf. They had their final tournament. Well, the women, I should say, are finishing up their final tournament today at the time that we are recording this. They were currently in fifth place after day one in their final tournament of the season at the Old Stone Intercollegiate. So still waiting to see what those results are going to be and how they finish up their fall season. Again, this is their final tournament. They did have two second place finishes, one in the Nitty Line Invitational and one in the Golf Week Red Sky Classic. So overall, a pretty good season for women's golf. Spring season starts back up in February. Going to be looking forward to see what they can do in the springtime after a nice little rest period that they're going to have men's golf, kind of the same thing. They have their final tournament this upcoming Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they placed six in their home tournament, which was their last tournament at the pine tree intercollegiate, which they won uh, the year before. So they're, they're trying to find their first win of the season still here in their final tournament in Greensboro, North Carolina at the grand over collegiate. Again, same thing with them. Their spring season starts back up in February. So, again, a nice little break that they're going to have to try and recoup and just get a nice little break to relax and take some time off and get right back to into it in February. Final sport I have to cover for you all is women's soccer. They had a very successful season, I would say. Didn't go quite the way they wanted, but they are in the A-Sun Conference Tournament. They went unbeaten. And their last four games of the season, three wins and one draw with all three of those wins in the final four games coming at home at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. They are headed to the conference tournament, at, as I mentioned, as the fourth seed. They finished the regular season at 7-8-3 and three, and 5-3-2 and two in the A-Sun. So a good turnaround from where the season kind of started at. Macy Rainwater led the Owls again in scoring this year with four goals. So didn't have as many goals as she had last year, but still... Good to see that the young Kennesaw State soccer talent is coming through and helping these teams find a victory. Alana Bly was the starting goalkeeper for the final 13 games of the season, finished with a 7-4-2 and two record with 87 saves, was really one of the stronger points for this Kennesaw State soccer lineup. Going down the stretch, kept them in a lot of games. They had a couple clean sheets. Most recent one was the 0-0 draw that they had in North Florida, her final home uh, clean sheet was the 2 nothing win versus EKU, which is the first matchup that they will have in the A-Sun Conference Tournament uh, in Lynch Lynchburg, Virginia. They'll play in the A-Sun Championship quarterfinal game against the number five seed Eastern Kentucky Colonels Thursday at 7 p.m. So it's going to be another good matchup, a high-scoring EKU team. Owls were able to hold them to no goals last time out, able to come out with the win. So talking to a lot of the players, they feel like this is their year. A lot of the seniors really want it. They've had some heartbreak in the past, and it's just going to be really exciting to see what this team can do in the ASUN tournament. Thanks, Bryce. And now I'm going to mention tennis. Women's tennis did absolutely incredible at the ITA Southeast Regionals this past weekend. KSU got singles wins by Sophia Pinedo, and she won with a score of six to two and six to three sets over Amalika Gadiparthi, a uh, part of FAU. And Sophia Unger teamed up with Sophia Pinedo in a doubles match to acquire an eight to one victory over FAMU in the doubles qualifying. So they did really well. 
men's tennis will be taking on the ITA Southeast Regionals this upcoming weekend, this Saturday. So we wish them best of luck with that. And now we're going to go ahead and switch over to some volleyball updates. Now, volleyball has been doing very well this season. They are continuing to do well. Their overall record is 15 and five and their conference record is eight and two. But what's more impressive, I feel like, is their record at home, which stands at nine to zero, meaning that they are undefeated right now in the Convocation Center, which also reinforces the idea that the more fans that come out to the games, the difference it makes. It makes a difference in play, gameplay. It it just makes the difference. And the Owls, the athletic team, really thrive off of their fans' support. So it's very important for Owl Nation to come out to these games this season. And this past weekend, they played Jacksonville. And they won the match three to one, which was their sixth straight win for the season. However, they did take a loss to the University of North Florida on Saturday, two to three. But although they took the loss to UNF, their stats were still very good. Manu Johnson led her team in kills with 14, while Claire Parsons followed closely behind with 11. McKinley Ferguson led the Owls with 44 assists, and Shelby Dennis had a team-high 24 digs in the game. And lastly, Claire Parsons also led the team in blocks with five. So these girls came out, and although the outcome wasn't what they expected, they still came out and performed very well. Now, Danny Ballou and McKinley Ferguson were named A-Sun Players of the Week last week. And although this was the first weekly honor for Ballou in her career, McKinley Ferguson, this is her third weekly honor in the past four weeks. So she has been getting recognized across the books a lot lately. And the Owls will be back home this Friday to take on Stetson and this Saturday to take on FGCU. So make sure to come out to these games, support these Owls because they are going to put on a show for you. Now, next is going to be Katie with some more volleyball updates. So take it away, Katie. Yeah, thanks, Kendall. First of all, I've really enjoyed watching these Owls rise to the challenge of the season and do it well. You hit on a lot of their successes recently, so I think I would like to take it in more of a route towards some of the accolades that those key players have made, and then also chat about some of the girls that I've been able to speak with lately. Now, I know you hit on the A-Sun Player of the Week honors of McKinley, Ferguson, and Danny Ballou, but I believe that congratulations are in order, and I'd like to talk about them both a little bit separately. Ballou was awarded the A-Sun Volleyball Player of the Week, and Ferguson was named A-Sun Setter of the Week. These two have just been on fire for the Owls, and McKinley has surpassed all of my expectations of the setter position this season. She currently has 70 kills on the season, which blows my mind as she's a setter, and you're not going to see that stat very much on a a setting position. Uh, She's averaging 10.45 assists per set, and she's also leading the team in set aces with 33 Ballou, on the other hand, is also a force to be reckoned with. She's leading the team in kills with 194 and kills per set with 3.23. These two certainly deserve the recognition they've been receiving, and I'm very glad that they have been receiving it. Now I want to talk a little bit about two freshmen that I've had the privilege of talking with recently, and those two are Manu Johnson and Leah Freeman. Quickly, outside of volleyball talk, I just wanted to mention what a joy each of these two players are. They both have fantastic personalities on top of being extremely driven. So as if their volleyball skills were not enough, 
Coach Sunzel certainly knows how to pick some good ones, and the future success of KSU volleyball is looking bright if it has to do anything with these two. And if, as you all may not know this, but Manu is from Copenhagen, Denmark. She's played volleyball most of her life. She's played and worked with national teams, but now she stands in front of the next four years at Kennesaw, and it is a privilege to have her. Talking with her, uh, it seems that she is developing well and that she is enjoying her time here. Her teammates have been accommodable to her situation, and I believe that she will have a success story here at KSU as the years go along. In terms of freshmen, she's seeing the most time on the court. She has 135 kills on the season, 158 points, and 2.53 kills per set. To me, her talent speaks for herself. Another girl that I wanted to mention was Leah Freeman, who was another freshman worth mentioning. Behind Mono, she's seeing the most time on the court as a freshman. She has a lot to offer. Although she hasn't been on the floor as much, she's excited to cheer on her teammates while she's waiting to play and appreciates the guidance of her senior leaders and any time that she does get. Freeman has a lot of time left, and I'm certain that we'll look back on her as well and see a success story. That's all I have for the Owls volleyball team for now. I do want to mention there are only a few home matches left, so I highly suggest coming out to watch these Owls, like Kendall said. Personally, being there reporting these games, I've noticed that the more the fans are there, the more that the Owls are wanting to perform and just put on shows. So be sure to come out Friday at 7 as I take on Stetson and continue this season. Thanks so much, Katie, for those updates. Bethany, it's your turn to take it away. I'm here to talk about some cross-country updates. The cross-country team has been busy. They just got back from Texas. The women's team has been on fire. They actually just placed sixth. And they placed sixth ahead of some big schools, including Baylor, UCF, Texas Tech. Um, The men, on the other hand, have also been doing good. A little bit more of a competitive group there. But the men's team did secure 24th place last week in Texas, and they have a new men's leader kind of heading up the the group of the men, and that is Grant Crabtree, who has just not ceased to get better and better and better. He spoke with me a few weeks ago just about that, and I think as the season is building, his momentum is too, and so he's just getting ready for the big conference meet. This weekend, they are traveling to North Alabama on Friday, and the girls will run at 8 a.m. this Saturday. The guys will run at 8.45. Another person to look out for is Caroline Tim. She is a grad student who is running. She is phenomenal. Every race, she gets a little bit faster, continues to just climb the charts, and so she's a good one to look out for to see how she does this Saturday. I also talked to Coach Bray, who has been coaching both teams and I asked him about the expectations of what he expects from this weekend and he honestly said that he didn't have high expectations or anything that he wanted necessarily he just wanted his team to go out and try their best instead of placing some kind of requirement or hope in them he obviously hopes for the best and he's excited to see how they will do as the season has gone on he's just gotten to know the team better and better Both the boys and the girls are just so different in the way that they work together, but what they're doing works, and it's so exciting to see them do so well. I also spoke to Sierra Miles last week, and she has also just been doing amazing out on the field, doing a lot of training off and on, and she is one of those people that are just so pumped and so excited for what's going on. She's someone who definitely rallies the team hype, and so I'm excited to see how she also does this weekend, along with Gavin Frick 
and uh, Anna James. So a lot of people to look out for, a lot of big things coming. Definitely tune in to see how they do in North Alabama this Saturday for their conference meet. Thanks so much, Bethany. Again, all of these Owls are doing absolutely incredible this season. We are so excited to see what the end results are going to be. And we have all hopes that it'll all turn out in their favor. Thank you, Owl Nation, for tuning in. And we look forward to seeing you again next time.